It's time to be unapologetically you. Welcome to the Spitfire Podcast with your host, Lauren Lemunyan, the Spitfire Coach, a certified life and business coach out of Washington, D.C. If you want to go from feeling burnt out to fired up, this is the spot for you. We're talking about the real issues, the real topics that are affecting you at home, in business, in every relationship that you're having. If you have a question, a concern, a criticism, whatever it is, hit us up at spitfirepodcast.com and make sure that you're subscribed on Spotify or iTunes. What's going on, Spitfires? Welcome back to another episode of the Spitfire Podcast. If you took a listen to last week's episode, you would know that we've taken a little break. And by we, I mean the royal we. It's me, Lauren Lemonian, your host, the Spitfire Coach. I needed to take some time off. And if you are a business owner or you're working for a company or you're in school, you know that sometimes you just got to take a break. And if you listen to episode 72, you'll know specifically why I took that break. So I'm not going to spend time today going in there. If you're curious, go back and take a listen. Today, I want to talk about frustration. Um, I actually just got finished writing a worksheet up. I I haven't taken the time to put a worksheet together in quite a while, and I realized that it is truly a passion of mine. I love getting into people's heads and thinking of the questions that provoke them to find the answers on their own. So worksheets for me are like little mini coaches that anybody can access to think deeper, to question things in a different way, to really identify those blind spots. And I started thinking about frustration of like, where is the root cause of it? What is the source? What can people do about it? And there is some assumption, maybe it's it's a, a whitewashing of it or a sugar coating, if you will, of what mindfulness is. You know, think happy thoughts and then you'll be happy. And that's not what it's about. It's about understanding your emotions, why you're feeling the way you're feeling, and making an active choice to either feel the feels or move through it. So it's not about quickly jumping from frustration or anger or sadness into being okay, because undoubtedly, all that's doing is putting it in a jar, which becomes a pressure cooker, and then it explodes, or stuffing it in the closet where it just busts through that door. So we don't want to do that. We want to be able to address what's happening in the here and now. And I got inspired from one of my clients a week or two ago, and she was telling me about how uh, a person that she reports to broke it down for her about frustration or or feeling defensive. And she said, it's about putting it on the table, calling it out. And for me, that's making it objective. So every time we have an emotion, and if you've seen the movie Inside Out, there is this personalization of, I am sad. So it's almost saying, I am sadness. I am happiness. But it's putting a label of it's not okay. You know, it's not okay to to feel frustrated. It's not okay to feel angry. And if we put it on the table and look at it, of what is this frustration and anger about? Where is it coming from? And what do we actually need? So I work with my clients a lot in addressing their fear and their frustration. So if you think about design thinking or if you're kind of uh, a theory person of looking for the points of friction. So where are things out of alignment? Where are things not running smoothly? Where are we troubleshooting to pay attention to? So we can actually look at frustration 
and anger and sadness in a way that helps us identify areas about ourselves, about our situation that we may not be paying attention to. We may be ignoring it. It may be too uncomfortable. It may be painful. But if we can put it on the table, we can address it and say, you know what, I'm feeling frustrated right now. It actually helps to reduce the impact of that feeling at that moment. It seems totally counterintuitive, but by addressing how you're feeling, it actually lets it be known and then you don't have to hide from it. I was talking to another client about this. There is almost a layer of shame that comes in between you and that emotion when you're not able to talk about it, when you're not able to see it for what it is. So if I'm not saying I'm frustrated, if I'm not saying I'm defensive, I am using all of my energy to try to convince you of how not frustrated and how not defensive I am. And you're probably thinking, what is up with this chick? What is she hiding? Why is she being all weird? And not like in the fun, weird way, but like the super weird something's up. I don't really trust what's happening here. So when we're not able to address how we're feeling, it's actually creating distrust between who we're communicating with because we're not showing up 100% as ourselves. So that emotion that you're feeling at that moment is who you are at that moment. It's absolutely how you're feeling and it's valid. So if you can look at the frustration, you can think about what is it that frustrates you the most? What are the components and the aspects of it? So I get really frustrated when people don't communicate clearly with me. So when they assume I know what's going on or when I assume I know what's going on. So this could be with plans being made of meeting at a certain time, doing a certain activity, going a certain place. I have a very high value around efficiency and time and I'm working through it. Um, But when I know that about myself, I can actually say, I'm frustrated about this situation. I'm frustrated that I'm not able to maximize my time. So it actually helps me to not target the person, but to target the aspects about the situation. And then I have options. So if I know that I'm upset or I'm frustrated about not being able to maximize my time, well, how can I maximize my time while I'm feeling frustrated? And a lot of times I'll bring work with me. I'll bring a book. I'll bring a podcast. I'll have a conversation with someone and it ends up optimizing and maximizing my time when otherwise I would have had idle and wasted time. So when you can understand where you hold high value in certain areas, it allows you to pinpoint what value is being challenged, is being violated. So then you have the choice to decide what is the action I'm going to take to honor that value. And now I have a new idea for this worksheet. Oh, this is really good. I love talking my thoughts out here. So don't mind me. I'm just flushing some things out. So before you even do this worksheet that I'm going to send you, think about do the values exercise. So come up with five to 10 values of things that inspire and drive you. And then think about points of frustration. What are things that really frustrate you and why do they frustrate you? What is the value that is being challenged, that is being attacked? So then you can protect it. You can create a boundary. You can make an active choice that allows you to either disengage with the decision that violates it or make an active decision to honor it in your life. So I just gave you an example around time. If you had a value around, let's say, connection, 
And maybe you were in a social situation where you felt ignored or unheard. What is it that you can do that will either allow you to remove yourself from the situation or to change the situation so that it works for you? You see, once you realize that you have the choice in it, you realize that you're making the choice to be miserable. And it sounds like I'm pointing the finger and blaming you, but all you have in this world is you. You are in control of your thoughts, your beliefs, your actions, and your feelings. And as soon as you think that someone else is dictating that, you have lost all control and power. So that frustration is not about someone else. It's about you. It's about you not taking care of those values and honoring them. So make the active choice to be aware of certain situations that may trigger it and come up with a contingency plan. So that example I gave of bringing a book, bringing a podcast, bringing work, when you know that there is a high likelihood that someone may be late or confirm the time and let them know when you're leaving so that you can sync up in a more efficient way. We can't control traffic. And if you live in DC, it has been a beast this summer. It took my friends an hour and a half to get to me. And to be honest, I was fine that they were running late because I I ended up listening to a podcast. I went shopping. I went and talked to some strangers because it's just what I do. But I had a great time. And then once they arrived, we had a great time. I knew that they were not maliciously being late. I knew that life happened. That's Friday at rush hour. So you've got to be able to plan for the things that you are anticipating So don't play dumb. You know all these things. It's happened before. So use them to your advantage instead of playing the victim. It's not cute because you are a powerhouse. So you've got to make the decisions that continue to empower you, that don't drain your energy, that don't spark this feeling of I'm not being seen and heard. You've got to see and hear yourself first. You've got to ask for what you need and what you want. And if you're not willing to do that, you can't expect or anticipate that someone's going to read your mind and know what you want. So find that place in that space for you to have clarity about who you are, what you want, and what's important to you and what those deal breakers are. Because sometimes there are clear violations of boundaries and of those must-haves and deal breakers. But if you're not willing to hold that line, people will continue to violate them. I feel like we have a lot of themes coming in here today. But if you think about you are training people how to treat you. And if you're frustrated that people are mistreating you, what are you doing about it? Are you communicating that a boundary has been violated? Are you doing something to remedy the situation? Or are you just sitting there huffing and puffing, being pissed off at the world, expecting everyone to throw a parade for you and to apologize and bring you gifts? It's not going to happen. And honestly, if people do that, that's emotional manipulation on your side. You are playing that game. So take ownership. Be a big girl or boy. Put those big girl boy panties on or, you know, wear whatever kind of panties you want or don't wear panties. I don't care. Breathe it out. But own it. Own your stuff. Own your shit. Like your emotions are in your control. You may have a reaction, but it's what you do afterwards that makes you an adult or it makes you a child. I'm getting like heated about this. This is like some good stuff. I'm, I'm really just going to do this for myself and listen back so that when I do get frustrated the next time I can listen to this. But we all go through these moments. We all have those knee-jerk reactions where we feel violated. But we have the choice what we do after that. We can either allow it to ruin our day or we can turn it around and turn it into a learnable moment for us, a teachable moment that we can then share with other people. We can communicate clearly. We can express our expectations. We can have mutual expectations. And it's going to make all of your relations relationships so much deeper. 
It's going to allow for transparency. It's going to allow for openness and awareness and vulnerability. So don't just take the first emotion at face value of that's how it's going to be. You get to make the choice. So I'm going to leave you with that. How do you want to feel today? For all the Spitfires out there, keep being awesome. And if you want to get some worksheets, head on over to spitfirecoach.com slash worksheets. There are tons of worksheets available, including those values exercises. And I'm going to put up a piece about the frustration worksheet. So I think I need to noodle on this now after we've had this little discussion. But I hope this was super helpful. Make sure you pass this along. Subscribe on Spotify and Apple iTunes and go to spitfirepodcast.com. And if you have a topic or a question, let us know. By us, I mean me. I'll answer it for you from a coaching perspective. And maybe I'll develop a worksheet for you. So I hope you're having an awesome summer. If you're listening to this in the wintertime, you know, I'm talking to the people in the future. I hope that you're bundled up if you're on the other side of the hemisphere. But I'm going to say it again to all the spitfires out there. Keep being awesome.